2: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. The takeaway tweet of the day comes from a great conservative voice named Amy Kramer. And she says, they spied on the guy who would be the eventual sitting president of the United States of America. As he said they did, by the way. And yet, they want us to believe that they wouldn't try to steal an election? Really? How interesting. Did you hear the news over the weekend? You were watching ABC, NBC, CBS, you didn't hear it. If you didn't pick up the Washington Post or the New York Times or look online and see anything from the Beast, you wouldn't have known what the Durham investigation uncovered. In an ordinary time, this would be one of the biggest stories of the year. The Clinton campaign paid a technology company to infiltrate servers belonging to Trump Tower and later the White House itself so they could establish an inference and narrative to bring to government agencies linking Donald Trump to Russia, that according to an investigation from Special Counsel John Durham. Now we got a lot to cover today. We got a lot to go through. We got a lot of di- uh, di- uh, eyes to dot and T's to cross, as they say. Great being with you on a Monday. Long weekend for me. I had a R and R cruise, a rest and relaxation cruise for 4 days, and I'll tell you about that just briefly here in a couple of minutes. Don't worry, I'm not going to bore you with all my boring cruise details, but it was it was fun. I didn't think I'd like it. I've never been on a cruise by myself. I highly recommend it. But before we get there, let's take a stroll down memory lane. Let's go back to President Trump sitting down with Leslie Stahl because unlike the current administration and many administrations Prior to Trump, he would talk to anybody. People can't figure out why he gives interviews to Maggie Haberman of the New York Times or Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes, because he'll talk to anyone. He's not holding back. He never did. He never will. Here's what he said to Leslie Stahl back in October of 2020.
0: The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign. There's no real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's all over the place. Leslie. They spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes and we can't put on things we can't verify. No, you won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't put on things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify that. It's been totally verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie. And you know that, but you just don't want to no, put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that.
2: Now, I want to remind you that Leslie Stahl considers herself an objective journalist. She considers herself to be not an opinion person. Make no mistake, there is a difference between what Tucker Carlson does or Laura Ingram does, and what Leslie Stahl does. She even brags about. How important and lofty 60 Minutes is. This is 60 Minutes. How dare you say something like that? Which turned out to be true, according to the Durham report. Durham filed a motion on February 11th, focused on potential conflicts of interest related to the representation of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman. He has been charged with making a false statement to a federal agent. Durham's filing reveals that Sussman had assembled and conveyed the allegations to the FBI on behalf of at least two specific clients, including a technology executive at a U.S.-based Internet company and the Clinton campaign. The filing revealed that the Clinton campaign paid a technology company to spy on Trump, first at Trump Tower and then in the White House. Hey, CBS, where are you? Hey, CNN, you covering this? No, of course they're not. Because they're corrupt. They're corrupt to the core. If the shoe was on the other foot, we would be treated to this story morning, noon, and night. I'm grateful for Congressman Jim Jordan. Listen to what he said last night on Fox and Friends. Now we know 100%
0: John Durham's revelation, John Durham's filing here. Yep, there was spying going on, and it was worse than we thought because they were spying on the sitting president of the United States, and it goes right to the Clinton campaign. So uh, God bless John Durham and his investigation. It's taken a long time, but we're getting to now what we all suspected. The only thing we didn't understand was it was
2: worse than we thought. Than we thought. What was that about Trump again? He's a a liar, he's a maniac, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You want to hear a little montage that Derek, my producer, put together? That's not hard to find. I give you Adam Schiff, I give you Valerie Plame, the former CIA officer, and I give you the former director of national intelligence, James Clapper. Let's take a stroll again down another memory lane.
0: That it was all essentially a deep state conspiracy they were spying on the Trump campaign, uh, all of that was debunked by the Inspector General but I think uh, attorney general Barr 's rather casual assessment that the FBI spied on candidate Trump is a little too loose with mm-hmm. the facts well, I think he 's uh, uh, deliberately uh, spinning the narrative uh, that whereby he 's a victim of the, the deep state uh, spying on him or spying on the campaign, which is, which is not the case.
2: Oh, it's not the case. Well, what are you going to say today, Clapper? What are you going to say today, Leslie Stahl? What are you going to say now? My gosh. This is the beast. This is what we're up against. And I'm glad that we can identify it when it happens. I hope it'll motivate motivate you to vote so we can get every one of these bums out of office. It's our only hope. They're guilty of everything they accuse us of being. All we heard for years was Trump's collusion with Russia. And this misinformation was peddled by Adam Schiff, the mainstream media, the Leslie Stahls of the world. They were desperately trying to prove that somehow Trump worked with the Russians. It was false. It's been completely debunked. And now there's evidence that states that the Democrats and the FBI and the Clinton campaign spied on Trump in the White House. And my gosh, for the mainstream media to virtually ignore this, it tells you everything you need to know about today's mainstream media. They're evil, they're corrupt. They are a bunch of, of, of uh, activists for the Democrat Party. We're supposed to trust them when they say we know how to run a free and fair election? Normal people understand the cynicism, the skepticism. Normal people can wrap their brain around the potential for fraud. And they always want us to look the other way. Don't pay attention to that do Trump. Trump put uh, shredded papers in the toilet. Pay attention to that. Trump clogged up the plumbing system at the White House. Now that's what you got to. That's what matters. An allegation by a New York Times reporter, apparently with un, uh, uh, anonymous sources, that will never be able to be proven, and she knows it. Well, evidently, the Durham report does prove collusion. Does establish the FBI, the Clinton campaign spying on a sitting president is 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 treason a, a thing anymore is treason even here or is it is it is it gone the way of blockbuster video stores is treason like the equivalent of a fax machine just doesn't happen anymore you can do whatever you want oh wait a minute i know when you're guilty of treason when you're Protesting and breaking windows at the Capitol. Now that's a, a, a that's a hangable offense. Then we're gonna we're gonna deny you bail. We're gonna not, not let you get see the light of day. We're gonna keep you in solitary confinement because you didn't have to be at that rally on January sixth and it turned violent and your life is ruined. Well, whose life gets ruined over spying on a sitting American president? I'm angry because even our side fails to get fired up over something like this because we just feel like it's inevitable. Talking to my pal this morning, Mark Davis, he's like, oh yeah, do tell. What a shocker. Like, oh, of course we've known it all along. And then comes the question, what are we going to do about it? I'll tell you what we're going to do about it. We're going to vote on November 8th. We're going we're gonna to flood the ballot box on November 8th with legal, legitimate, winning votes. And we're going to take this country back. Trump sent out a statement after it was revealed that the Durham investigation uncovered the Clinton campaign spying on a sitting U.S. president just like Trump said they did. His statement said, the latest pleading from special counsel Robert Durham provides indisputable evidence that my campaign and presidency were spied on by operatives paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign in an effort to develop a completely fabricated connection to Russia. He said this is a scandal far greater in scope and magnitude than Watergate, and those who were involved and knew about this spine operation should be subject to criminal prosecution. He said, in a stronger period of time in our country, this crime would have been punishable by death. In addition, reparations should be paid to those in our country who have been damaged by this. Now, the media is mocking him. Oh, Trump says the Clinton campaign ought to be put to death. You know what's a greater scandal than the Trump campaign being spied on as documented by the Durham probe? You know what's a bigger bigger scandal than that? The mainstream media's refusal to cover it. It tells you everything you need to know about today's journalists. They're clowns. They're activists. They're advocates advocates for one side of the political spectrum, and anything that gets in the way of their narrative, they ignore. I wonder where we have all the voices of people mocking Trump for telling Leslie Stahl in that 60 Minutes interview when she said, "No, no, no, there's no evidence that you're you were spied on, Mr. Trump." What if she's going to apologize for the disgraceful way she behaved? You're going to say, "Boy, I was wrong to to shoot this down when President Trump." Gave me this interview. Gave me the courtesy of an interview. Because remember, Trump would talk to anybody. He doesn't hold back with any... He goes, Maggie Haberman wants to interview him. He sits down with Maggie Haberman for forever. Michael Wolff is going to write another hit piece on the Trump administration. He sits down with journalist Michael Wolff, the writer. He doesn't hide from anybody like Biden does. Biden's nickname is The Basement. I wonder if they had to make his bunker under the White House looked familiar and looked like his basement from Wilmington, Delaware, where he just won in a landslide, sat in his basement during the entire campaign as Trump was busting his hump, crisscrossing the country with rallies featuring thousands of people. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. And they know it. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.
1: This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The trucker protests in Canada remain big news on both sides of America's northern border. What's notable is the fact that this kind of thing really doesn't happen in Canada. But it did. Yes, our cultures have many similarities, but they have just as many differences. One of those differences is that Canadians, in general, don't do protests. Americans do. Just look at what we have seen over the course of the past two years. The Wall Street Journal editorial board wrote about the development in a very interesting way, and I quote, The lesson for the COVID-19 police is that when you've lost even Canadians, arguably the most law-abiding people on the planet, you've lost the political plot. Time to adopt a new strategy, more tolerant of the need to return to life not dominated by pandemic fear and government commands, end quote. That's really, really accurate. When the pent-up frustration of two years of government crackdowns in the midst of a pandemic rolls over into protests in Canada, well, those protests are big news. I'm Albert Moeller.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.